okay, let it be known. I'm working hard when I ain't on the phone. This ain't a hunt, this ain't a phone. Grind never stopping, I'm keeping it cold. Let's just jump right into it. Week two recap. Um, obviously, you know, we played on Sunday night football, you know, which is always amazing because we all know, you know, you know, all of the best touchdown celebrations come out, and I so happen to be a part of that celebration. You know, so I had to, you know, I had it's to. It's week two, out. bro. It's week two. It's too early, man. Why? Why hey, so? <laughs> I had to pull out the dagger. I felt like, you know, like when Columbus Short did that move in the movie, the whole movie was over with. It's like the football game is over with. It's like that's the finishing move. So once I did that move, I was indicating to the other team that the game is over. We've over. already won this game. You feel me? <laughs> that's the final move. That That's the fatality move right there, man. So Sunday night football, man, we had like a lot of uh, celebrations planned and we was able to get off a few of our, I mean, I see, you see, uh, me, me and Raheem, we did our famous sumo wrestling one. You know, right, we've been working right. on that um, whole entire offseason. Then we come out with the Stump the Yard. So, right. yeah, man. I got a question. Is Stump the Yard one of your favorite moves? I'm going to ask because you went, you, the transition of the evolution of the cheetah goes from track, football, choir, which is in the choir, praise dancer. Come on, man. <laughs> NFL superstar. And now you're going to street dance. Like, like what made you just say, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Like, did y'all practice that? It was just like, you know, impulse, like, yo, I'm going to let these boys know, like, I'm it, him. It's it over was, with. It was one of those situations, like, during the whole entire week, I was like, Hey, do y'all remember when Chris Brown at the very beginning of the movie, he did the one move on his elbows? I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need y'all to do is just assist me and push me backwards. That was like, okay, bet. We never practiced it once at all. It was like, okay, we're doing this once I score. So once I scored, I'm like, hey, I'm stump the yard, stump the yard. I'm yelling to him. I'm yelling to J-Dub, I'm yelling to Brack. Hey, stump the yard, stump the yard. So they getting in positions. I'm like, oh, God, I hope I don't mess this up. You feel me? And then it just happened so naturally, man. So I feel like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just him when it comes to, like, breakdancer. You feel me? So hey, it's no, safe to say. Stump, stump the yard isn't my favorite movie, though. You Got Serve is my favorite movie, man. So you, so they might be looking for you to do it for Little Saint next next uh next Sunday. Hey, I'm gonna be doing this for Little Saint, man. If they come out with a stomp the yard two, three, four, five, whatever one they on, are you auditioning another street dance? They gotta let because you hit it, it you hit it, bro, you hit it. They, it was on point. They, I, I feel like I feel like at this point they gotta allow me into the movie at some point, like because I can do backflips, I can I can walk on my hands, I can do all of that. You feel me? So. They gotta allow me in the movie <laughs> at some point, bro. bro. When you hit that, you already know our group chats went absolutely insane. Like, I don't know if you knew in that moment how iconic that was gonna be, but once it went down, like everybody you just saw Instagram just go just go straight up nuts. TikTok, boom! They like, yo, it's week two, and he already tripping. He already like showing one celebration of the year, like. How do you top that? You can't top that. I don't see how anybody top. You remember a time when celebrations in the NFL was so crazy? I mean, you had you had players hiding cell phones and a goalpost pad. You had them pulling out yeah. props. You had them going yeah. crazy. Come and on. they started getting fined. So I think even with how you switched up with grip boost, it's just iconic. That moment, just I think that'll live for the rest of the season, man. I just don't see how anybody top it. I I, I would love to see them top. Hey, that's a challenge, y'all. Somebody can top that, bro. 
I got to see it. I got to see it. That see, was crazy. That's the thing about the NFL, man. Like, you never know what you're going to get, man. Like, and, and there's so many ways that, you know, as a, as a player, as an athlete, like, that we can show our crea- creativity, like, once we get to the end zone. You feel me? So we have this thing called Celebration Fridays where, where like, we get together and we, like, talk about celebrations and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, like, like like I said, that, that celebration, it, it kind of happened on the move, though. So right. crazy. But the biggest thing, like, I, I know the celebration was great, but the greatest th- takeaway from that night to me was the the, the role win. Man, Tua, he, he performed amazing against a tremendous defense, obviously against a tremendous coach. He um he goes he goes and ups his record to six and zero against a Super Bowl winning head coach. So shout out mm-hmm. to my boy Tua, man. Um, offensive line did a great job. Shout out to my boy Raheem Mostert, man, rushing the ball for 121 yards. He had two tugs. So that's crazy. Going against a, a divisional opponent, being able to do that against a tough environment, um, mm-hmm. which we which we'll get into, you know, yeah, tough yeah, environment yeah, with the fan base yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it's hard to do, man, because considering the fact the way that the Patriots were, were playing us was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they had, mm-hmm. they really was playing dime defense with five <laughs> defensive backs and saying, you know what, you guys run the ball. They had three deep safeties the whole game. It was like, you guys run. We gonna <laughs> y'all is not getting past us no matter what. Y'all right. run this ball and right. our and our offensive line like the whole entire offseason, They were like, we gonna run the ball this year. That was right. their mindset. You feel me? So those guys came up big for us. And if you want big plays in a run game, I feel like you got to receivers got to block. So as a receiver, for sure. I mean, we, we got to get our hands dirty sometimes. So that's all. I, I, I mean, and you called it. You called it. I mean, you did an interview and they was talking about how um, smart of a player you are. You call which type of defense they were going to run because they, they always do it. Coach Belichick, obviously, all greatest one of the greatest coaches, one, yep. Hall of Fame coach. And you, you, we talked about it, and you knew what they were going to run. And it, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about it's not just about you, it's about other players. And I think that win for the Dolphins on the road showed the rest of the league, nah, it's some dogs on this field. We can run it. Oh, we got J-Dub, slant, boom, burials. Bruh, we t- what, where you come from, bro? Like, because <laughs> bro got hands. Bro is snagging. Come on, uh. Braxton Berrios, dog. Agent Zero. That's his name. Like, he's a dog. Braxton Berrios is a dog. A lot of people don't know, like, how valuable he is to this team. A lot of people may think I'm valuable to this team, but Braxton Berrios is valuable to this team. Crucial third down catches. He comes in, doesn't complain. He does everything that the coaches tells him to do, and he's just a team guy. And I think having him on this team just ups us to another level because I don't think uh, a corner three can guard Braxton Berrios. Bruh, like, I, I still say you called it. Like, y'all got dogs. I think that that's, to me, that's what made it even scarier watching y'all offense. Like you said, offensive line going crazy. Raheem them going crazy. Everybody going crazy. And once they run them three safety deep, Cornerback here, cornerback there to make sure that you didn't, didn't get any deep and he, you didn't become a deep threat this game. Like other players just stepped up and I think, I think that's going to be scary as Huge. it starts to gel more and more. It's like, all right, yeah, you might, you might do this to me, but you got three, four other people. Yeah. Mike, man, I got, I got something for double M, bro. What you think about this? You know, I'm like, I'm like the little nerd off of the little Giants. Remember what he called the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah. Y'all got arguably what? The top four fastest guys in the NFL? Yeah. 
when they just line everybody up at receiver on the defense. Catch up with us. How, how would that look? You put you, Doug, uh, 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 a chain. You put Mostry. Like you just line up the fastest guy to say, "Keep up, man. We're gonna run. It's gonna really be a track race. Like you gonna you gonna play this prevent defense the whole time. Get ready for it. How would that look? That's that's essentially what it is, man. And you know we got certain plays, you know, for you know all of us to be on the field at the same time, which is special. You feel me? Because at any moment. You know, it doesn't matter who touched the ball. Anybody can go to yard on this team. So mm-hmm. that's why I love this team so much, man. It, it feels, it gives me, it gives me like college. It gives me like college vibes, man. Like, and, you know, everybody's so close. Everybody's so tied mm-hmm. in and dialed in together that, you know, um, I'm enjoying each and every moment of it, dog. And I just love to see my guys succeed. And I love to see these guys, you know, win. Because at, at the end of the day, at the end of the season, man, that's what it's going to come down to, you know, these guys, you know, um, making plays, you know, um, us relying on each other, you know, to like help each other out to get open. So that's why that's why once again, football is America's sport, man, because like it can just bring a group of guys together, man. And like it can just be such a beautiful thing, man. So I, I, I just love it, man. Um, but let's talk about this fan base, though, man, for, before we transition, man, though. Um I, so a lot of people are talking about my comments about what I said about the New England Patriots having the worst fan base. Um, yes, I will say that. And people, <laughs> people, people are still DM, DMing me to this day saying racial stuff, which is crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, you you guys lost, so take so take your L. Um, and we all know that you know New England Patriots has has ran football for. For for decades now, we I I totally understand that I totally right. I, I understand it I respect it, but at the end of the day, dog, like you just gotta realize that you know what I'm saying like times thing like like times have changed now. You feel me? So you feel me? Like you got you got you got my boy Tua like he's gonna take over the the AFC East, man. You got mm-hmm. you know you got Josh Allen over there. You got the Jets over there. So it's time for a new team to win. Like it it gets old sometimes seeing the same team win. Yeah, just like you said, man, it's they've ran it for a great era, you know, but the tide has moved, you know, the ball has moved, it's no longer in their court. And it's like you said, that they, they instead of fighting on the field, they fight with racial slurs. Not all of them, let, yeah, not, not categorize not all, all, not all. But a few that do it because some of them understand that hey, you're a fan, it's still just a game, but you know, there is a line that can be crossed. Um, but you know, like you said, they got some of the worst fans. He stayed, he's standing by his comment. He didn't change it. And they just got to roll with the punches, man. Any, any franchise, it comes back after a while. It's just not your time right now. It's just not their time right now. They just got to be okay with it. Yeah, they got a they got a real good football team though. Um, as far as you know, mm-hmm. um, defense. Um, I was able to go against their rookie that they had. Uh, he's real good. Very lengthy corner. Had, had some real good technique and speed about him. So. They they got some real good pieces over there in New England, man. So shout out to the New England. Um, and like we say, man, not all bad apples are bad apples. You feel me? Like you just got a few 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 people who, you know, obviously they felt some kind of way about my comments, and you know, everybody's entitled to to their opinions, right? Just like you're entitled right. to to your opinion, you know. Right. Um, just leave the racial slurs out of it, though. Like, I just feel like there's no need for that. You feel me? Because if I was to attack you that way, 
Like you would play victim. So that's not fair to anybody. You feel me? So let's right. make this fair. I got on um, my black beanie, bro. I got on my black beanie. I got on some black forces. So you know I'm going to say something outlandish. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> Mac Jones overrated. I said it. Mac Jones, I wouldn't say overrated. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say Mac Jones is overrated. I just He ain't got no dog in him, bro. He from Florida. He ain't got no dog in him like that. He, <laughs> hey, he from Orange Park. I love, away I, from out of Jacksonville area, but nothing against him. You know, you know, Jaron is trainer down in uh he trained with him uh, from Jacksonville, Jaron. Yeah. But I think he overrated. I ain't gonna say he overrated, but I just don't think he's lived up, and I don't think he's gonna live up to the hype. I just don't because again, he's in those footsteps in the shadows of a break, you know. And I just don't think it'll ever be that era that they're gonna they're gonna suspect. And I don't, I think if he don't get it together, the fans gonna try to run him up out of that because you know the fans will turn on you quick. Well, the fans they be your own people quick. I, the fans will turn on you quick. I don't think Mac Jones is overrated. I love Mac Jones. Um, I think he's a heck of a competitor. Um, you know, um, gets the ball out on time, you know, does the small things right. I think they are missing a few more pieces on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, and once they, um, you know, add those, you know, valuable pieces around them. And I, I think Mac Jones, he, he can be successful as any quarterback in this league. You feel me? Yeah. So that's just how it is with, with like any quarterback. You feel me? Like, yeah. obviously, obviously you got, you know, your tools, you got your Patrick's, you got your Josh Allen's, you got, your Joe Burrows and your Lamar Jacksons. And the list goes on. Carson, I mean, uh, what's his name? Justin Herbert. You, you got your guys like that. But once yeah, you yeah, add, yeah. like once you add those pieces, you know, with a Mac Jones, you know, a guy who can, you know, help, like help his performance, you know, give him the mm-hmm. confidence that he needs, then his game is going to, it's going to elevate. It's going to Well, he ain't there yet. I say that it's he ain't there yet. I don't crazy. see it. He got it. He it. got I, it. I wait to see it. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a large guy, man. He has an arm, but I just don't see that mentality. And maybe it's just me uh, blemishing my perception of a New England Patriot quarterback by Tom Brady and what he did. That I ain't even a Patriots, never been a Patriots fan. But you know, I think it, it, it's just those shadows of that Tom Brady spirit creeping around the stadium at night that's just barking at his. And, and, and that that may be the case too, though. But I will say <laughs> this though: Mac Jones has probably the, the worst gritty in the NFL. Him and Mike, him and Mike Jasicki, they belong as teammates. So, Mike, he, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Mike Jasicki pulled up to his house. So, whenever they had time to hang out, they both did the gritty beside each other. Happy that they were on the same team. So, <laughs> they need to meet for Celebration Fridays. <laughs> they need to have a meeting for Celebration Fridays. Um, but moving on, um, next we had a chance to um, watch um, some Monday Night Football, and you know. As a, as a football player, you don't want to see something something like this happen, you know, to a top player. Well, to any player, which is crazy. Yeah. Nick, Nick Chubb got getting hurt was was crazy to me, man. And you know, I've been saying this my whole entire career, and I used to be a running back. I told myself when I got into the league because I was a running back. I was in the running back room, and I told myself I do not want to, you know, get hit or get tackled that amount of times, mm-hmm. and you know work my tail off just for something crazy like that to happen and then there are no benefits for me. Right. You feel me? Nick right. Chubb, Saquon Barkley, all those guys getting hurt in yeah. the same weekend. It's crazy. You feel yeah. me? So I feel like somebody need to take a stand for those guys and, you know, because they're top players in this league and, right. you know, teams want give, to give them the ball 30 times a game and they taking this right. beating the whole entire yeah. game and right. – it it's like a risk it's like a risk for injury at the end of the day and it's like bro like you paying me twelve million dollars 
but you out here playing some third Joe Smlow, some Joe Blow second screen, I mean second receiver, third receiver, or tackle a D, second DB like 20 million a year. And it's like, mm-hmm. bro, I, I'm your workhorse of the team and you don't mm-hmm. value me. Right. So it's like, how do we fix the situation? Right. I I look at it, man, and those injuries, horrific. And you know me, I like I don't I can watch anything, but like injuries like that, I, I turn my head, they they cringe. You know what I'm saying? Because you see Crazy. somebody getting hurt on the job. You know, it's not like a slip and fall type situation. It's a situation that is going to be for at least one of them, uh, potentially season ending. Uh, right. Yeah, season ending. And you never know if it's career ending, right? So, Crazy. you know, my mind goes fast track. And it's probably none of my damn business, you know, uh, man. But just as a man to man, as a human being, a decent human being, is I hope everything is good at home. I hope it's financial management guy has everything in place. I hope he has, you know, certain insurance policies in place and he's done the right thing with, you know, finances because what happens if you don't bet, if you don't bounce back, like what's next? You know what I mean? We see it all the time. That's in the back of your head though. As a, as a player though, like it's, it's in your head, but it's in the back of your head though, because like we try not to think about injuries so much that like Mm -hmm. all we want to do is just ball. You feel me? Like we try to, we try to think more positive than negative than anything. You feel me? And it, and it's tough sometimes. Like you you sometimes got to put business before football. Like once you re- reach a certain level, and you got to protect yourself. That, that's just how the game is. Especially if you're a running back, because these people truly don't. I, obviously, you know, since I feel like obviously since they seen Todd Gurley situation, they was like, we ain't paying nobody else. You feel me? Right, right. And and that's what you talked about before. You know, it, at some point, and we talked about it with several guests. I think we talked about it with B. Marsh and everybody. At some point, you have to automatically go business mindset. This is a business at the end of the day, you know. And I granted, in that moment, in that grand scheme of things, you're just thinking, damn, I'm injured. I can't help my team right now. I want to be out there with those guys. Like, what's the mindset when you get injured? I remember you dislocated your collarbone. Like, what's the mindset like in that moment when you know, damn, I, what's next? Well, for me, when I had dislocated my collarbone, man, it's different for a receiver. Like I had just signed my my my, my contract, and it was like for eighteen million. It was like a, it was like the second highest contract for a receiver. And my mindset was simply was simple, was just get back and get healthy, you know, so I can get back on the field with my teammates. I won't worry about nothing. Like I was ready, I was really ready to go. And, I was really ready to practice and play in two weeks. And they was like, "You got to sit out six weeks." I'm like, "No." I'm healthy. I'm yeah. doing all the treatment. I'm getting back right. I'm ready. So, right. like, when you've been playing this game for so long and you love this game, man, so much, man, that you don't want to miss any moment, any minute, and it's just you You, you just want to be a part of it. You feel me? You would right. do anything you can, you know, to get back on the field with your brothers, man. Right. So. But I guess just as a fan looking at it, like, man, it's just like, you know, as a spectator, it's just like, dang. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that ain't that ain't on the team, but you don't want it that way. You know what right. I mean? You want to play. You want to see the best play the best. You don't want to hear the old oh, man. You know this person was out. Nah, and for one, you want them to be healthy, just because you know decent human beings. That's what we should expect for each other. And then on the second, it's like competitors. Like, man, like I don't. I want to play the best. Like if I lose right. playing the best, I lose. But I don't want to play the third 
string running back and a third string quarterback. Nothing against them guys because they elite athletes. I mean, they made it to that level. But is to me on the outside looking in, my mindset just goes like, damn. I hope you know. Hopefully they bounce back, but hopefully they took care of what 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 Beast Mo say they they took care of their chickens. Right. And well, <laughs> Everything according is in place. Well, according to Mike Tarico, if if star players don't play, that win should be a asterisk. He said that after the the Lions and Chiefs game. He said that after Travis and Chris Jones didn't play. So. <laughs> he said it for a reason. I mean, you know who he's rooting for. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what he said. I'm just copying what he said. I don't know if that's true, but that's what he said. It should be. I don't know. So, yeah, man. So, what um, game interests you the most, man? What game interests you the most over the weekend that just stood out? The game that interested me the most was. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Because we had a chance to to watch. Um, games across the league because we had a Sunday night game. The game that really inter- interested me the most was probably hmm, probably the Giants and the Cards. Because when, when we was watching, the Giants was losing like 20-0 to zero in the third quarter. I, I believe. Right. And right. like I'm, I'm I done put my pants on. I done put my pants on. I'm finna go out to warm up, and I'm finna put tape on my hand. I walk back in. It's like 28 to 28. I'm like, come on. <laughs> so what How happened? did they just come back that fast? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. bro, like, what is going on? I went back and watched the highlights, man. Daniel right. Jones was out there. He came back serving. <laughs> Danny Dimes, man. I'm telling you, Danny Dimes and Desmond Ritter for the Falcons, I'm telling you, like, Two dogs. I'm a, I'm a Desmond Ritter fan. I'm sorry. You jumped on the Ritter fan, the bandwagon that quick, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm I'm thinking. I've been on the Ritter fan. I've been on this bandwagon. Yeah, ever since, you did. Every every, you did. ever since ever since they came down here to Miami and our defense, yeah. our, our defense did pretty good. Uh, uh, our, our defense did good against them, and I had a chance to sit and watch him actually sling the ball. Right. I was like, this dude got some potential. Right. Right. I was like, this right. dude, he's nice. You feel me? So once you add that all into the game, you feel me? Like it just takes it up another level. Like this dude, confident. You feel me? Um, he's swaggy. Like, he came yeah. up to me. He was like, "Reek, you trying to race?" And, and that what made me a fan right there. Cause like some dudes, they yeah. see me and then like they they just they won't even talk. They they be wanting to right. say something, but they be right. like kind of intimidated. Cause I be like, I be like chilling. I be vibing. But he came. He was like, "Reek, you trying to race, my boy?" I'm like, you already know it, baby. I was tired of hell too. <laughs> so, <laughs> they killing me though, bro, because you know, you know, majority I'm in Atlanta, so a majority of people, you know, Falcon fans that I normally pick at, but they just messing up every joke that I can potentially come up with, man. They just mm. I hope they I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I, I hope they keep winning. Yeah, I they, hope they, they keep winning. I think it's good for the city. I think it's good for those young men on that in that in that franchise, man. I, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I'm they, they're not a Falcon fan, but they're gonna, they're gonna be real good this year, man. Um getting those uh early wins, those key wins, you know, obviously mm-hmm. builds confidence down the road. So shout out to them Falcon boys, man. I even though you're not a Falcon fan, even though you live there, which is crazy, I don't get it. But yeah. <laughs> shout out to the Falcons. But before we go, I got one more thing I have to say. Michael Parsons, I saw on Twitter that you said something to me. You said that I am a baby lion. Let me tell you something about that. Let me tell you something real quick, Michael Parsons. When we play you December 25th on Christmas Day, I have a present for you, my boy. So I know you seen my little clip where I was blocking the DN. I'm big like that. I'm <laughs> off the edge like that. So you better watch your back. You better watch your back because I'm going to blindside you. So I, I'm going to show you that game who the real line is. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you that game. Mm-hmm. 
Cause like I said, mm. baby, I'm the cheater and 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 I'm the lion. I'm I'm the real hybrid on the field, baby. So mess with it, big swole. No, he a I'm dog kidding. though, bro. He yeah, a yeah. Dog. I ain't I ain't gonna lie. Michael Parsons different though. He different. He a different dude. Like any dude. Oh boy, that one, bro. I'm gonna tell you, any dude that sit on screen, any dude that sit on screen with a box of oatmeal pies beside his desk is different. So Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. <laughs> Michael Parsons. <laughs> he probably like, what are you talking about these oatmeal pies for? Call him, Michael, bro. <laughs> Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons is a different dude, bro.